Parshas Lech Lecha B'Siyata Deshmaya, the parsha begins as follows. With the famous words, Vayoyim Hashem Al-Avrom, Lech Lecha Ma'artzecha, Umimoyladetcha, Umibes Avicha, Elohetza Sharecha. And all the Mepharshim are very, very busy in the beginning of the parsha with the question that bothers come on everyone, and that is the Seda Advarim of the Pesukim. The Seda Advarim of the words seem not to make much sense. At the end of the day, the first thing a person leaves, Kiyadua is his house, and then you leave the place that you were born, and then you leave the city, the area. Why does it seem to be exactly the other way around? Me'aritzacha, the land... The place you were born in It goes in the wrong order. There's a Mayritika Malbim. The Malbim brings down as follows. The Kabbaldik is said to say in light in general, but as Hashem. The Malbim says like this. Says the Malbim, there are two things that connect a person to the place that he grew up in. I think most of us can sort of can, can, can understand this and can associate ourselves with this. There's what he calls the Gashmi which is the physical part of what we grew up, the actual house, right? And we grew up in the house. This, is where, this was our bedroom. This is our garden. This is where we built the sukkah. This is where we lit the menorah. It's, it's part of the physical part, the gashmi. It's what he calls the gashmi part of remembering something where you grew up is the physical part of the house, physical part of your life. Then the Malbim goes on to explain there's something called nafshi. Nafshi. Nafshi says is a more spiritual connection that a person has to the house that even if a person is physically not close to the house but he's connected. A person has good memories, a person has a shaykh to his parents. A person is connected even if he could be far. It's a nefesh, it's a nafshi. It's a spiritual connection that a person has to his home even if he's not physically there looking at his home. Says the Malbim this is Pshat. The Rabbi Nishalayma was, was commanding Avram Avinu not only to leave the Gashmi, to leave the physical walls of your father's home, but rather not just not to be in a physical bay, but the Rabbi Nishalayma wanted Avram Avinu also to leave the Chalik of the Nafshi, the spiritual connection that most of us have to our homes, that we remember everything, the memories that are there, the things that we did over there, not necessarily the physical structure of the home, but the nafshi part, which is the various midas that we picked up in that house. Whether we picked it up from our parents, we picked it up from the members of our family. This is what we did in that house. This is who we are based on what happened in the home. So many of the midas, many of the things, the character traits that we now live with is based on our homes, our upbringing. And says the Malbim, the Rabbi Nishanam was telling Avram Avinu, don't just leave it in a physical way. Leave the walls of the house. But more than that, leave the nafshi, leave all the midas leave every bad character trait that you learned over there. That's what you have to do. That's the Seder Hadvarim. Explains the Malbim. The Seder, the Posik is telling Avram to leave the Artsakha, leave the physical. Remove yourself physically from that place. You're no longer there. That's easy. Anyone could do that. You just walk, you travel, get on a car, get on a bus, and off you go, you're out. That's a very easy thing. That's a simple way. That's why it's first. It's first to tell us that the Seder is leave the Hautzakha, leave the land, that's a physical thing. 
that okay? And then going deeper, leave the place that you were born with all those character traits that you picked up, all those midas that you went through, leave that as well. And also leave the last but not least, the hardest one, with base of vicha, every bit of the behavior that you have based on the house that you were born in. And that's the Seydahad's Borom over here. And only then is it possible for a person to distance himself with Beis Avicha, which is the final connection that a person has with the house. With this as the Malmun, we can understand Rashi. Rashi says, Rashi says, says Rashi, They already left already. Says, what do you mean leave? They left already. What's Pshat? explains the Malvim like this, you know what the Pshar is? The answer is, it's a different type of leaving. Yes, he left physically his home. He left his place. He left the place that he grew up. But there was still an attachment. And that attachment had to be detached. And that's what's going on over here. There's an incredible Heiliger Baal Shem Tov. Many of us here with Zoycha, we stand by the Heiliger Cave of the Baal Shem Tov. And it's brought down and Sefer told this Yaakov Yosef and he says a tremendous yesite. He says that a, per, a place where a person thinks, that's where he is. Wherever you think, that's where you are. And he says even if a person thinks of a certain place, he might not physically be there. But it's as if he's there. So so too with Avram. Explains the Balshemtov. With Avram Avinu. He wanted to get away from the place, if he would only think of being somewhere else, then he was already away. Rabbi said there is a tremendous limit to our own lives, and to our own avodis Hashem, from what we're saying. Everybody wants to serve the Rabbi Nishalala. Everybody wants to get closer to Hashem. Everybody wants to serve Hashem, wants to love Hashem, wants to get closer, a connection. That's what we all want. We want to spiritually grow. What does the Rabbi Nishalala want? The Rabbi Nishalala wants us Get rid of all of those behaviors, of those midas, of all of those connections that you had to what you had previously done. Anything that you might have picked up that shouldn't have been picked up, that's living within you, that's inside you, that's stopping you, that's stunting your growth of Avodah Hashem, get rid of it. Put it in the past. Deconnect with that. Get rid of all the garbage from inside the brain. We can physically not be there. We can physically not be in those places. But sometimes, as the Bolshentov explains, if your mind is there, then you're basically there and it doesn't help. It's almost like if a person loves cheesecake. Loves a good, ah, good cheesecake, a geschmacky cheesecake. Very geschmack, a nice piece of cheesecake. I'll give you a piece of mint gum, extra strong mint gum, right before you eat the cheesecake. Have a few chews, take out. How's the cheesecake going to taste? It's just not going to taste the same. But, but the gum is out. It's out of my mouth. It's not even there anymore. But it leaves a remnants. It leaves a taste. And that's the problem. We need to learn to disconnect from all the garbage, from all the things that we may have seen, from the things that we may have heard, from the things that we spoke, from everywhere that we've been, that we shouldn't have done, or anything in that behavior, in that category, and disconnect. But it's not enough just to physically not be there. Because we're here, so we're physically not there. But it leaves a remnant. It's still inside you. How do we disconnect? How do we make ourselves into new people to connect with the Rabbi Nishlalem to really work in our Abedis Hashem? 
says Reb Chaim Kaufman Zachsel from Gates of the Gavaldik Yisrael. He says that we all know that the Rabbi Nishan, when he told Avram Avinu to leave, he didn't tell him the destination. Why not? Uh, many people answer the stipler. Many people have terutzim. Why didn't the Rabbi Nishlaim say, Avram, I'm telling you where you're going to end up. I'll tell you the destination. Why not? You know why? Okay, so some say to give him more schar, to give him more, more mitzvahs. Says Rabbi Kaufman, you know what the Yisoyed is a Gavaldagi Yisoyed in Avodah Hashem. We all want to get somewhere. Every single person in this room wants to get somewhere. I want to finish Shas. I want to finish Shulchan Aruch. I want to daven with more kavana. I want to have more emun in the Rabbani Islam. I want to enjoy a Shabbos Kodesh. I want to say my brachas with kavana. Everybody wants to get somewhere. Everybody wants to work at something. You know what the problem is often? We look at the end. We look at the, the end result and we say we're not there yet. How do I get there? I want to do this. I want to get there. I want to be this. And we're looking at the end result but you know what we're not focusing on? And I believe that this is one of the things that stops people from fulfilling their dreams, from getting closer. They're not focusing on today. They're not focusing on right now. That's Pshat. The Rabbi Nishlonim wanted Avraham Avinu not to just focus on the destination. Of course you need a destination. For sure. We all have destinations. But you can't concentrate on the destination. You can't let your life be taken over with, I need to get there. Where are you today? I don't know, but I need to get there. You know how many people are thinking this way? You know how many people are worried about what's going to be? Rebbe, what's going to be? What am I going to do? How am I going to make a pranasa? What's going to happen? That's all they're worried about. You need a plan. You need to do a shtadlis. Chayv Zalavavis is full of a Even within the middle of Betochen. But, but look at today. Where are you holding today? What are you accomplishing now? And people are not realizing what they're accomplishing now because they're busy looking at the goal. I'm not there yet. Rabban Katan Zatzal said, a simple marshal. He said, a person, a woman goes in with her baby, a brand new baby, to the doctor. And the doctor weighs the baby and says, Oi, your baby's not putting on a lot of weight. You better come back in about two weeks and we'll re-weigh the baby. So what happens? Every day the mother weighs the baby. She's like, ah, I don't see the difference. She goes running to the, she goes running to the doctor. After a week, she says, doctor, what do I do? The baby weighs exactly the same. She says, no, it's a slow process. You can't see it every single day. You may not see the difference every day, but it's there. And eventually it adds up. That's the pshat. The pshat is that so many people are busy with what's going to be there. They're not concentrating on today. They're not concentrating on where they're going right now. That every single little thing that they're doing... Is getting them to their goal. You want to be a better person. You want to work on your caste. You want to work on your kin, on your jealousy. You want to work on your shmir saloshan. You want to work on your shmir sinayim. You want to work on so much. We need, Rebbe, I need to be perfect. I've got to do everything. Yes, that's Gavaldic. So how are you going to get there? I don't know, but that's where I need to be. That's the problem. People aren't getting anywhere. Why? Because they're concentrating on the end goal. They're not concentrating on where they are and every step that they take is in itself an accomplishment. Like Avraham Avinu, the Rabbi Nisham didn't want to tell him why. Because every step he took was another accomplishment. Weiter, further, further. This is something we don't have every accomplishment that we do. We're thinking about the end goal. We're not there yet. So what's the, what do I do today? Nothing. Ah, it's not true. You daven shachos, you tried to have kavani, you tried to say bracha before you daven, you bench, you did so much. But I'm not there yet. It's not about being there. It's about being here. It's about taking advantage of the moment. 
the Chedusha Avin, the Gay Rebbe, says a Mori de Kazakh. He brings on the Posuk Shemois, Perakhov, Posuk of Gimel. He says the He says when a person goes up steps, he can count each and every little step closer and closer to his final destination. When you go up a ramp, you can't do so. Says the Chedusharim. It's the Yisoit in how the Torah wants us to view Avodas Hashem. Don't go up every step and check. Am I there yet? Am I there? Every step is an accomplishment of its own. Every step is closer to the right direction. Don't be put off by I'm not there yet, I didn't reach my destination, I didn't reach my goal. Yes, there needs to be a goal. But take advantage and enjoy every moment that you have of getting towards that goal. Don't belittle everything that you do. The Maori Naim brings this thing also, the same idea. And he says, Moshe also has the same thing in Josh Moshe. He says that the Gemara wants to know, why did we Dafka pick Treles? Why Treles? He says the Gemara, Treles is Doim and Yam, and Yam is Doim, to Shamayim and Shoim Shamayim, and Kisai Kovit. Frank everyone, the Marinaim, Josh Moshe, and others. Go straight to Shamayim, pick a color that leads you straight there. What do you have to, this, that leads to this, that leads to this. So the Marinaim, Poshut. You can't skip steps. You have to go in stages. You have to go step by step. That's what it's all about. And we sometimes belittle ourselves with the small little steps that we take. The little bit of little... I had Kavonu in one brochen Shmenesa. That's Kavonik! The Rabbi Shalom looks at it and said, that's beautiful! Well, what do you mean? I'm not having Kavonu in the whole Shmenesa. It doesn't make a difference. You tried. You tried to, on the street not to look. You tried! Maybe you weren't there. Maybe ten seconds later you weren't there. But you tried. That shrine, that little step that you do, is worth so much. It can get you to the origin, to the end goal. But don't always look at the goal and say, I'm not there yet, so what's the point? What did I gain? That's not what it is. Every bracha that you make, every moment you have tzitzis on, everything that you try, is all about the accomplishment of now. You accomplish right now. Says the Mishnah Perkyovas and Perik Dalit, Yofasha Achas Bichuva Maisim Toivin Baula Mazeb Kol Chaye Oila Mabo. One moment in this world that you accomplish something is worth worth more than every bit in the next world. Which as Rav Desna Metamunyo explains. That means if you would take all the happiness, as we've explained, all the happiness from the beginning of time till the end of time, in a little pill. Schmack. That's nothing compared to one moment in this world of, ch- of tshuva and maizim toivim. It doesn't mean you got to the goal, but it means that you're getting there and you're appreciating every step that you took. That's the yisait. That's the yisait of Avram Avinu. That's what the Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted from him. The Yamov was crying. He said, Rabbi, why are you crying? Kola Torah under your fingertips. There's no one that knows Torah like you, the Vilna guy. What are you crying about? You had a great life. Incredible. He said, no. Because when I leave this world, I won't be able to put on tzitzis. One moment of tzitzis in this world is worth everything. Moshe Rabbeinu says, the Medrash begged the Ravani Shalom, let me come back as a fly. I'll come back to this world as a fly just to be in this world. The Olam HaSiyah, Mr. Shalom writes, as we know, it's the prize that this is it. This is all the preparation. But it's not the goal. Yes, the goal we need. 
But it's every step that we take. We tried. We got out of bed. We came to Shachris. Maybe a little bit later. So tomorrow we'll come a little bit earlier. But we tried. That little bit of trying. The Rabbanisham looks at that and says, Ah, my son. My beautiful dear son. I love you. Look what you did. You tried for me. You did something. Even if it's very, very small. I just want to end with three Gavaldiga Mices. Three Mices of seemingly small things, but they had tremendous effects. And I think it's a Gavaldiga limit for ourselves. Again, we mentioned last week, Rabbi Yosef Liss, very Choshevet Talmud Chochem here in Yerushalayim. He was a big Talmud of the Biskarov. He was a survivor of the Holocaust, and it killed so many people, and it included also his first wife, and his children that died in the flames of the Holocaust. He was no longer a young man, he was getting older, and the Biskurov begged him, get me married. He said, Rebbe, I can't, I don't have 100% proof that my first wife died. I don't know, I didn't see her, there's no Adim, how can I get me married, who knows? The Biskurov said, it's on me, get me married. And he pushed him, and he got remarried. He waited seven years to have children. Seven years to have children. Seven long, painful years to have children. And finally, he was Zoycha to have a son, and following that, he had a daughter. The Shinshan Pinkers that fell went to him and said, How are you, Zoycha? What a nace, incredible nace. How are you, Zoycha? What did you do to be Zoycha? Seven years of waiting, and finally it came. How? She said, You know who did it? Me. That's what he said. So, what does that mean? He said, for seven years I waited long and hard to have children. I was desperate to have a child. Something, a continuation, epis. And it wasn't going. Not once did I go into the briskorov for a bracha. I did not want to give him the slightest bit of tsar that he should feel that he's responsible because I don't have a child. Because he pushed me into getting married. I didn't want him to feel tsar. That sensitivity that I had to somebody else. Small little thing. What is it already? But he thought of somebody else. He had that little bit of sensitivity. He said, that's what caused me to have a baby. Number one. Story number two. Unbelievable, Unbelievable, Rabbi He was a mamish, a baki, kola, toya, kula, nista, nigla, everything. And he had a daughter. And this daughter also unfortunately didn't have children. She waited a number of years. She went to the doctor one day and the doctor told her, there's nothing we could do. You will never have children. Can you imagine a woman's told she is never going to have children ever? She comes back to her home. She's a broken woman. She starts to cry and then she sees her father learning. And she doesn't want to disturb his learning. So she goes out into the street. And you shall lie a little cobbled street. And she just goes onto the floor and she just breaks down in tears. About 45 minutes later, the Balalashan comes out for some fresh air in the middle of his learning. And he sees his daughter sitting and crying. Dear daughter, is everything okay? What happened? And she starts to tell him what the doctor said, how upset. She said, well, Why are you in the street? Why don't you come home? Like, it's a normal. Said, I, I didn't want to disturb your learning. I, don't want to st- I should disturb your learning with my crime. How can I do such a thing? And he said, In that schos, in that schos of the sensitivity of what you thought about somebody else, you're going to have a child that's going to light up the world. And that child is Kuyadua, was with Yashem's that's all. Because of the sensitivity. Small little thing. She didn't want to disturb somebody else. So she went somewhere there. That sensitivity got her a child like that. And one last story. On the same idea. 
as a Yid who lived in Yerushalayim. Also, unfortunately, he wasn't Zaycha to have children. He went to his Rebbe and the Rebbe told him, Buy Mafti Yaina. Buy Mafti Yaina. We know Mafti Yaina is a Gavaldika Skula for a person that doesn't have children. So he said, no problem. He pre-bought it. Comes into shul by night and he wants to get Mafti Yaina to Rosh Hashanah by night. And he sees that there's a whole tumult there. Somebody else has come. He wants to buy Maftayona tomorrow. He also doesn't have children. He's been waiting more years than he's been waiting. He didn't know what to do. The next day he doesn't show up to shul. He doesn't show up to shul because he wants to make sure that this other yid has Maftayona. Because I want him to get this course. He should get it. And that first yid was Zorichah with the child nine months later. But boy say, the small things that we do can add up to most incredible events. Sometimes we get busy with the little details of I want to be this and I want to get there without appreciating every little thing that we do, every little bit of effort that we put in for Yiddishkeit. We should be Zoycha Be'ezah Hashem to appreciate everything that we have. And just like the Rabbi Yisham gave Avraham Avinu tremendous bracha, Lech go, make for yourself a Gavaldiga life. Go on your own journey. Make for yourself a life. Appreciate every little bit of that journey, every step along the way. And that is Hashem, the Rabbi Hashem will give us all siyata deshmaya to see tremendous rock in our lives.